Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of your Yourself. Let's get this money. Late night business chat. So, okay, trying to make sure I got Facebook going. I think Facebook is good. So, hey, boo, hey. Today I'm doing a late night business chat where I'm going to be sharing my quarter one recap and just um, like some things that I'm going to be doing now in quarter two. So super excited to dive into this. Quarter one was really interesting for me and I'm just gonna take you through my process of how I um, like, you know, recap my quarters and then I'm gonna talk you through how I plan for the next quarter. Hey boo, hey, so glad you're here, okay. So first things first is when I am, you know, doing my recap for the quarter, um, I start off by pulling up my goals and I have my goals separated in three categories. So I have money goals, business goals, and then life goals. So my money goals are like income goals, um, like yeah, how much I want to make, my savings goals, and just anything that's related to money, I have goals for that. And I usually keep about three to five goals max for each category. Um, this year, I think I have three goals for each category, so I have nine goals total for the year. Um, I have business goals, and the business goals are things like growth, like how much I want to grow my audience, um, you know, how many podcast episodes I want to post, um, you know, where I'm planning to focus for the year, those all fall under business goals. And then I have life goals because it's just important to have goals that aren't always directly attached to our business. So for me, it's about my health because, um, Last year, I just had a lot of different health issues, so I'm really focused and being intentional this year about getting my health under control. And the other goal is to go on vacations. So I really want to prioritize, like, you know, having fun, right? Like having a life. So those are my goals. So after I, you know, go and pull my goals and just make sure there's somewhere that I can see them, then I look at my profit and loss statements. So each month I do a profit and loss statement using Google Sheets. So um, when I sit down to do my, yes girl vacations. So when I sit down to do my quarterly recap, I don't really have to do as much because I already have like my profit and loss statements done. So last night I did my profit and loss statements for March. And then I, I was done, right? So now I could sit down and look at all my numbers and I could look at what I want to do for quarter two, where I am in terms of hitting you know, my goals or if I'm away from them or not, right? So um, this year, I'm trying to be really intentional about how much I'm working. And y'all, I'm looking over here because I'm on Facebook, but I'm also looking at like my notes and my spreadsheets because I have like tons of spreadsheets. Um, <laughs> those of you that are inside of my mastermind or inside the membership, you guys know I love spreadsheets. Um, but I've been really intentional this year um, about how much I'm working, especially with the baby getting bigger. And I just really want to enjoy life, right? Like I really want to do other things besides always working. And so in quarter one, um, and I'm just going to kind of recap like some key points. So in quarter one, I worked about 150 hours total. And that is great, right? Um, that equaled out to about 11 hours of work a week. 
And to be 100% honest, when I looked at it and saw those numbers, um, I actually don't mind working a little bit more. Um, you know, I know a lot of people glamorize like the four hour work week and stuff. But for me, I really like the idea of actually spending some time working and inside of my business. So um, I, I'm thinking of this upcoming quarter increasing it to 16 hours a week. So what's that? Five more hours. Um, and coincidentally, working these like working only 150 hours, which equaled out to 11 hours a week. When I did that, um, I noticed just looking at what my goals are that I'm $2,000 short of what my re revenue goals were. Or my money goals and so um and my profit goals as well so i'm two thousand dollars short all the way around and so i know that if i increase the hours that i'm working right if i add those five hours in um that will give me the extra time that i need to make up the difference you know and to actually hit my money goals so i feel really confident now and in, in knowing that with only working 150 hours plus you know a few more that i will actually be able to consistently hit my income goals now um, I'm also trying to be really cautious that I'm not putting myself in a position of trading my time for money. So that's the other thing that I'm trying to be really mindful of is like, okay, I don't want it to be a thing that I have to work in order to make, you know, the money that I'm trying to make. So I'm still working those things through, still finessing all that. But um, something that I also noticed is that in looking at my final numbers for the quarter, my expenses are really high for each month. And one thing I noticed is that I invest a lot in like courses and different programs and stuff that, you know, yes, they do help me, but a lot of times I invest in things and then I don't finish it and it becomes, you know, a waste of money because I'm not actually taking advantage of that investment. So something that I'm going to be mindful of in quarter two, and I've actually written down the people that I'm going to invest in. And if it's not those people, then I don't need to spend my money. Um, and it's just something, you know, unless it's like something that I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot pass this opportunity up. I'm just going to have to let some of these like investments go to the side. And I want to encourage those of you who feel like, oh my gosh, like I'm investing, you know, in these programs, stuff like that, like free yourself from feeling like you have to invest in something. Sometimes you have what you need. And if you're not going to do the work or if you're not going to show up in that container, there's no point in you actually joining it. So that's like something for me, I'm just being really intentional about where my investments are going to be in this next quarter and also really thinking about like the people that I have on my team. So everybody that I have on my team, they're great. I will not be trading on them at all, um, but I have been thinking about expanding the agency and things like that. And so when I'm thinking about that, I'm just trying to be mindful that, you know, if I save money on, you know, buying this random course, like I could invest in a new team member um and so it's just you know a, a trade-off but then it's so funny because this morning i literally bought somebody's ebook and i'm just like girl didn't you say stop spending money but whatever um it's money i can't take it with me so i might as well spend it um okay so what's the next thing i wanted to mention so okay so after i looked at my goals for the year um i break them down into quarterly focuses so last quarter i gonna be honest i didn't have like quarter one i didn't have like a concrete focus this is exactly what i'm going to do because quarter one i actually intended on launching i intended on launching two different offers and that didn't quite happen but and like coincidentally enough, when I was looking at my offers that I did, you know, promote and launch and stuff like that this quarter um, versus the income that they brought me, one thing that I realized is that um, there are certain offers that I have that I, I don't really need anymore. So in quarter of one, the only launch that I did was I launched my serve and sell on social program. It's a 10 week program um, that I take people through to help them learn how to 
create a social media strategy using social media or sorry create a social media strategy to market their business um really identifying like what your unique gifts are and things like that and that's the only thing that i launched the entire quarter and i still exceeded you know i i'm not gonna say i exceeded my goals but i definitely was like right on track with hitting my goals without having to launch a ton of things which was great um, I was able to make the money that I needed or wanted to make because I was doing income stacking. I had recurring revenue coming in from other places. And then um, I also sold some digital products, which I didn't realize was a thing for me. I have digital products, but it's not a focus of mine. And so that's something else that kind of came to mind when I'm thinking about like, oh, you know, what do I want to do in quarter two? I definitely want to go back to some of those digital products that I have, like my eBooks and my um, my little master classes that I did, because those are great sources of income that I don't have to work super hard for, right? I've already done it one time, so now I can just continue to resell it. So um, anyway, after, so the step one was looking at my goals, you know, figuring out like how much I was working on that kind of stuff. So now I dis dissected my offers and the income that they brought me. And so some things that I noted from just like my offers versus the income is that I am no longer offering one-on-one -on -one coaching. I decided like I've, I've dropped several offers, but one-on-one -on -one coaching, is an offer that I decided for quarter two, I'm not saying forever, but at least for quarter two, I'm not going to be offering one-on-one -on -one coaching because it's not worth my, worth my time, right? A lot of people are able to get immense value and transformation in my group programs. And that's where I need to focus my effort and energy because I know I can serve people really, really well in community. Um, I love my one-on-one -on -one clients. I won't be trading on my one-on-one -on -one clients at all, but I also won't be promoting one-on-one um, -on -one offers, not in quarter two, um, or I won't be promoting like VIP days, not in quarter two. Um, the only reason why I would promote um, a VIP day, because I, I have VIP days written as like a question mark, VIP days will be the only thing that I would consider. And that's because it's not an ongoing thing. VIP days are just a three hour or a six hour time period with me. And that's it. So anyway, I dropped all offers that were either um, a waste of time for me to do, or just I dropped offers that I felt like people could get a better value somewhere else. I'm not the person, like I'm not the coach or I'm not the service provider that, you know, I'm just gonna nickel and dime people and make people pay all this money for random things they don't actually need. So I was like, you know what? That people can get the same value in another container or another program, another offer. I'm not gonna force them to buy one-on-one. -on -one. Like that's senseless. Like your girl don't need money that bad that I'm gonna just nickel and dime people. So that's that. Um, something else that I noticed as far as my offers is that, so for those of you that don't know, I know there are some people that are kind of new to me. So I have three different businesses and one of my businesses is a photography business. Um, and so I've decided that I'm going to ramp up my marketing for my photography because as of now, I have not promoted, posted anything for my photography business since January 1st. And I'm constantly, like my calendar is constantly booked out and I love that. Um, and so something that I want to do is I'm adding an offer over there that's going to be like a signature offer where basically you will be able to create three months worth of content um i'm going to do photo content and video content um and we're going to create all this in one session and because of that i want to actually market that service um so i will ramp up my marketing for that um, i'm going to intentionally launch my serve and sell um and that's like the program that i was telling you about you guys about earlier um Another focus that I have is to um, build and increase my community. So in quarter two, you guys are going to see a lot of like community building things and you guys are going to see a lot of me like really showing up and like intentionally giving stuff away for free. Because one thing that I 
remembered when I was doing this recap is that the reason why a lot of people love me and followed me is because I was really focused on building community. And I didn't get away from building community, but um, as things got busier with my life, especially when I got pregnant, um, I haven't really been able to be as active and present in my community. So something in quarter two is that I'm going to be really intentional about the community building. Um, and what else is there? Um, oh, and then the membership. The membership is the last thing that I wanted to mention. So for this quarter, for quarter two, I'm going to intentionally launch the membership and get new members inside of there. Um, so after I, you know, looked at my offers, like all my, my products and stuff like that, and I switched things around, I went through and I looked at my launch calendar and I was like, okay, what offers, and, and I kind of talked to you guys through this already, but I was really intentional about looking at my offers and asking myself two things. Does this offer add value to my ideal client? And is this offer worth my time? If the answer to both of those questions was yes, then I kept the offer. If the answer to one of those was no, then I dropped the offer. Because for me, if it's not adding value and if it's not a good use of my time, I don't need to be doing it, right? So um, this is like, that's the true reason why I've dropped offers. That's why I'm dropping one-on-one. -on -one. I'm dropping, um, I'm still doing wedding photography, but I'm only doing it for like a specific type of client. Um, so I'm really being like intentional and discerning about what offers I'm gonna actually put out there and do for people and et cetera. So after I did that, right, this is a lot. Um, so after I, you know, looked at those those things, um, then I looked at my social media metrics for the last 90 days. So each month I track, um, at the big picture quarterly. I really enjoy like looking at it month by month because I can make adjustments. But when you look at things quarterly, it's like a whole different perspective that you can have about the growth and about what is actually happening for you on social media. And so for me, what I noticed is that, um, I don't know if you guys remember when I used to post like every single day, multiple times a day. Um, and in March, I decided to like just increase my posting just for fun. I started doing more reels and my reach and profile visits, um, profile visits increased a lot. And so it kind of put me in like it made me a believer in this whole reels thing because for a while i just really wasn't hyped up about reels but now i'm just like eh, okay you know maybe reels are a great way and a great direction for me to go in so um that's something that i will be implementing in quarter two is doing more reels and just creating more content that really engages with people so for me what i noticed is that um the type of content that people enjoy for me are tweets so tweets that give value and edge nourishing tweets. So um, I know a lot of people like to say like, oh, she snatched my edges, blah, blah, blah. Listen, I'm not trying to snatch nobody edges. Like I'm trying to give you some, a little bit of, um, my friend said, give you a little miracle grow. Like I'm trying to nurture you and pour life into you. I'm not trying to, you know, cause you harm. So um, I'm going to call them life nourishing or edge nourishing um kind of tweets and then I'm also going to be doing more reels and um, I'm also going to be doing more lives and turning those into IGTVs because those are also things that really drive more people to me and, get, and let, allow people to get to know who I am and like how I strategize and things like that. So um, I also want to do a little challenge about or around like daily posting and I don't know if I'm going to make this a community challenge. I might make it a community challenge just for fun but for sure I'm going to do it myself is I'm going to post daily for a certain amount of time just to see like what the numbers look like after I do that. And so um, it, I think it would be a fun like community thing. For those of you that are watching live or if you're watching the replay, let me know if you would like to participate in like a daily posting challenge. And if I did that, I would like give you prompts so it would be easier for you to know what to post or what to do. But it sounds like it could be a cool idea. So 
I don't know, we'll play around with that. So after I look at my social media metrics and just figure out, because for those of you um, that are new to me, social media is my number one um, platform that I use. I, I combine social media with um, my podcast and with email marketing. So those are like my main marketing channels. So the last thing that I do is I look at my true fans number and I have a um, reel on this actually, if you don't know what a true fan, like how to figure out your true fan, <laughs> Tanisha said maybe. Okay, yeah, I mean, if people are interested, I'll totally like open it up and help everybody like try this challenge out. Um, but anyway, if you don't know what a true fans number is, you can check out a reel that I posted. Um, I think it was like maybe two two weeks ago, um, but it's in my reels if you wanna see it. But basically true fans are just the people in your audience that are warm audience members. So these are people that open your emails, they comment on your posts. Um, they're just like, they're always engaging with your stories, things like that. And these are people that you can actively sell to. Okay, so true fans, like, yeah, I'm, I think, what, what is that thing someone says? It's like, if you have a thousand true fans, like that's what you need or a hundred true fans, whatever it is. Anyway, um, I, I really monitor closely my true fans number because it's a great indication on how my community is growing. Um, and in my mind, I think of your true fans number as like your engagement rate on steroids because when you know your true fans number, you know like, okay, I actually have an audience to sell to because the truth of the matter is, is that um, sales, making money on Instagram, making money any, anywhere, like in your business, it's a numbers game. And so it's important to know your numbers. That's why I track everything. And that's why this um, conversation that we're having is super data-driven. It's because like business is a numbers thing. So I monitor these numbers really closely and it lets me know like how, how well my community is growing and if I'm attracting people that are actually invested in um, the business portion of me, right? I have a lot of people who they don't, like people don't follow me as an influencer, but I have a lot of people who are following me because like I'm a mom or they're following me because they love King, right? Like I have a lot of people that follow me for a lot of like random different reasons, um, but my true fans number, it only takes into account people who are like engaging with my emails or engaging with social media posts that are um, specifically, uh, what am I trying to say? Specifically business uh, centered and stuff like that. So um, what did I want to say right about that? Okay, so right now um, I'm looking at, or I'm being really intentional about increasing my podcast downloads and my engagement across all my platforms, especially email. We love King, yes, everybody, I love King. Everybody loves King, he's the best. Like. He's the best baby. Um, so yes, um, but I'm right now I'm being really intentional about my podcast downloads, my engagement across all my platforms, and especially my email. Um, I've been really ramping up and really trying to deliver a lot of value via email because I know that email is not necessarily where I'm selling, but it's definitely a great touch point for people who end up investing with me. Um, and I've, I've, I'm really methodical about my marketing plan and my marketing strategy. And so because of that, um, I'm able to see and I, and I know that like when people find me, they kind of go everywhere to learn more about me and to, you know, get more information and stuff like that. And so I really try to nurture people and deliver value without overly selling to them via email. And it's kind of like, it's kind of counter what most people do because a lot of people like say, selling your email, selling your email. And I do, right? I offer things in my email, but I really try to give away a lot of like, free stuff and like a lot of free game via email and a lot of things that I don't even share publicly on social media goes to my email list so that's always fun for me because I just feel, I, I'm also a really good writer so um I feel like I can deliver like the value and the information in writing versus like going live or you know doing some kind of random post but anyway so that, that was a tangent 
Hey boo, real quick, I just wanted to say that enrollment is now open for the Becoming CEO Mastermind. So this mastermind is a high-level mastermind for coaches, service providers, and consultants who want to increase their impact and their income. This is a six-month mastermind starting in April, and what I'm going to be doing inside this mastermind specifically is helping you create an income stacking strategy so that you can have recurring revenue. I'm also going to help you create a clear and intentional business plan as well as a marketing plan so that you can get your time back and serve more people. Listen, I know that a lot of you have been hustling, right? You've been hustling your way to 3k months, 5k months, 6k months, maybe even you've hit a $10,000 a month, right? But you want consistency. You want to consistently be able to say, all right, I know that every month I'm going to be making at least 6k, right? I'm going to be making at least $8,000 if not 10,000, right? The sky is the limit in how much money you can make. And I want to help you create a very clear and intentional plan to help you get there. I'm also going to help you confidently show up in your gifts and your expertise to support your marketing strategy. Listen, I know that God has called you to something really big. I know that what he is asking you to do, he is asking you to show up and serve people. But a lot of us are hiding behind our gifts. A lot of us are not showcasing and sharing our expertise with the world. And so inside this mastermind, I'm going to push you, but I'm also going to walk alongside of you and encourage you to show up in that big way that God is calling you to show up. And so if this is something that you're looking for, right, if you're looking to figure out how to create that consistent income, that that high income that you're looking for, if you're looking to make a bigger impact, then this is the mastermind for you. I am so serious about the people that join this, and that's why I'm only accepting five women into this container. I think it's really important that I work with a small group because when you leave this mastermind, you're going to feel equipped to hit any goal that you set, but also to create a huge impact with your community. Y'all, I'm tripping over my words because I'm like so serious about this right now, but I really want to help you just walk into your calling and be confident that you are doing what it is that you have been called to do. And so I am super excited about this container. Like I said, there's only going to be five spots because I really want to serve the women inside the space deeply. So if you are super serious about making a bigger impact and increasing your income, then this is the container for you. This is going to be my most high touch um, container that I'm doing for a while. Like I'm going to be serving these five women very deeply. So I'm not going to be doing a bunch of different offers or a bunch of one-on-one -on -one stuff because I really want to pour into these five women. So if this sounds like you, if you are ready to just up level and take things to another level in your life and in your business, apply to the Becoming CEO Mastermind. I'll put the link below because I am ain't no bit dot Lee. <laughs> I should have, but I didn't. So I want you to click the link below and apply. If you want to talk about it before you apply, that's fine, boo. Hit me on Instagram, send me a DM, and we can definitely chat back and forth about it. Um, but I would love to have you if you feel like you are ready to take that next step to create some sort of consistency in your business without doing all the extra. Hope to see you inside, boo. But I just want to say that right now, my true fans number, so the number of people that are like warm audience members, and this sounds like high, but I promise you it's not as high as you think it is. But right now, my true fans number is 1,300. Uh, it's a little over 1,300, but I'm just like rounding. So it's about 1,300 true fans, which is a nice size audience. Um, and it's also like a really engaged audience. Like sometimes I post things and I'm like, dang, is anybody going to even care about this? And 
I'm so surprised at like the people who actually engage in that content and it makes me super happy. So I'm, I'm really like being intentional about engaging with these people. And I'm also trying to figure out interesting ways and interesting strategies to engage with my podcast listeners because I find that my podcast listeners don't always follow me over to social media, which that's really um, like interesting too. So I'm still like working that out and, and playing that through in my marketing strategy. But anything, anyway, when it comes to like just me launching things or just me like having new offers, whatever it is, I base everything off of my true fans number because this is the warmest audience I have, right? This is a warm container of people who I know that when I'm selling, I'm selling to these people. Like I'm selling to my homegirl, whatever her name is, right? So I'm very intentional about this group of people and I really want to, in quarter two, add a ton of value to this person's life because I'm not selling and I don't promote offers to have like thousands of people join them. I promote offers to work with one person. And if one person signs up, I am happy, right? Because I'm able to help somebody live the life that they want and that's all I care about. So um, so th anyway, that's that there. That's like a whole tangent too. Anyway. Um, in this last quarter, I increased my social like media posting, I increased my emails, and I increased like the um, amount of podcast episodes I was putting out so that I could add value. And that's something I'm going to continue in quarter two. So that was the quarter one recap. <laughs> I know that was a lot, um, but I'm like really in depth and I'm really like engaged with this whole um recap thing. I was really excited to share those things. But I wanted to talk a little bit about quarter two and just like based off of the things that are going on with my okay so i want to kind of explain the idea behind my quarter two planning so i love your mindset and your business focus thanks boo appreciate it um so as far as quarter two planning um i did a couple of things so of course i looked at my goals and i chose a focus now when i was sitting here trying to choose a focus for quarter two i realized that i had a lot of different focuses because um, again, when I do quarterly planning, it's not just my business that I'm planning um, because I'm really intentional and I want to help other people do this as well. But I'm really intentional about I want to have a life first and then I'm building my business around this life. So I have to look at several different things when I'm thinking about where am I going to focus. And so for me, my focus for this upcoming quarter is definitely going to be community building. Um, and it's also going to be um, to focus on my health because when I focus, when my health is doing well, right? And this is for anybody. When you feel good, like when your body feels good, when you're taking care of yourself, when you're sleeping, when you're eating right, all that kind of stuff, like everything else in your in your life gets better. Um, so I'm going to be focusing on my health, of course, and then I'm also going to be um, focusing on just um, outsourcing more things that I don't physically have to be the person to do. So those are my focuses for this quarter. And so with community building, it's going to look like and still increasing the number of like podcast episodes I put out, increasing my um, emails or actually not increasing my emails, but just making sure that I weekly put out a piece of content via email and something that's really different and really speaks to the people on my email list. Because my, the Smoney gang, like <laughs> my email list, I'm so serious about them. Like I be trying to give them all the tea and just make sure that they feel loved on I really like I send like personal outsourcing me too. yes boo outsourcing is like like so key for me right now um but for my email list like I'm really trying to like send them love notes and let them know that like somebody's out here praying for you somebody's out here you know hoping and wishing for the best for you like I'm really trying to like deli like deliver heart value to them over there as well as like of course the strategy and stuff right 
So, um, so that's going to be happening. Of course, increasing the podcast. Um, I'm also going to be, I'm going to try fingers crossed. I'm not going to, I'm not going to like lie, but I'm hoping that I can increase like my posting frequency on social media. And this is just a test. Like I'm only testing out this theory. Um, I'm not saying that other people have to do it, but I do, I am testing out the idea of increased posting, but more so increased posting of just whatever I feel like saying, like not trying to sell somebody or do some weird psychology, you know, voodoo game on people. Like I really want to like just share stuff from my heart because I felt like sharing something. So I'm going to test out how that works and see, you know, if that um, builds community and builds trust because I'm just, I really want to be more intentional and more transparent. Cause I think in the online space, people aren't as transparent about like their business and things that are going on, blah, blah, blah. So that is going to be a thing. Um, so after I looked at my goals and I chose those focuses, um, I adjusted my launch planner. And so of course, the reason why I had to adjust my launch planner is because as I told you guys in my recap, I decided to drop offers. So because I decided to drop offers, I had to look at my launch planner and I had to push some launches back, um, like my mastermind launch. My mastermind launch, I was supposed to launch in quarter one, but then I changed my mind because I was like, I don't feel like constantly selling, like I don't feel like selling right now. So I was like, no, I'm not gonna launch the mastermind and I'm gonna push it. So right now I'm gonna launch the mastermind. So the, the mastermind is actually currently being launched. So I'm currently accepting applications into my six month mastermind. And so in, when I do this, I feel like um, after that, see, that's the thing. Even with adjusting my launch plan, planner, and I'm sitting here thinking about it now, I still feel like I don't want to launch a ton of things. Like I still feel like I may just launch the six month mastermind and maybe launch the membership and then call it a day because I really don't want people to feel like, oh, in order to talk to me or work with me, you have to buy something from me, right? Like, I mean, I, I probably the ones of you that are watching this, y'all know me. So y'all know like, oh, I can pretty much you know, talk to Kay and it's not a big deal. I mean, of course, if it's something in depth, then yes, be in a container. But otherwise, you know, I don't know. I have a weird philosophy on all that. But I'm adjusting my launch planner. I'm still going to do that. And that's the cool thing about having a planner and having a, a plan period is that you can always adjust because you know what the big picture is. So after I did that, um, something that I think is really important is determining your lead generation process. So a lot of people don't talk about this, but it's important to know, like, what is your process for generating new leads? And I don't mean to talk about people as if they're a transaction, because I don't believe that. Um, I definitely believe that people, like, people are people, right? But it's just important to know, like, what is your customer journey, right? What is the, what is the journey of your ideal client? And so for me, I know that my lead generation process, it starts with my podcast podcast and my social media. Then people move over into email. And surprisingly enough, I close a lot of people either via DM or sales calls. So I'm very clear about my lead generation um, process and my sales journey. And this is all in my marketing plan. Um, so I'm, I'm just very intentional about that. But I had to go back and reassess things because of course, I dropped offers and I'm changing things. So I had to, you know, go through that thought process. Um, something that I am considering, though, is playing around with YouTube um, for a little razzle dazzle, honey, because on YouTube, I had a video. Well, I have a video currently that's like trending. So I'm like, maybe sis needs to come over here and get some YouTube coins. Like, I don't know. I don't know. We're, I'm still playing around with that. Um, but maybe for some razzle dazzle, if I have time, I'll, I'll play around with YouTube. So the last thing, y'all, we're almost done. I'm sorry. Like, I know this is like a lot longer than my normal lives. But last thing is that um, I looked at my marketing plan and I made adjustments. Now, listen, if you don't have a marketing plan, you need one. I'm gonna say it again. If you don't have a marketing plan, you 
need one, okay? Because when your mind starts to spiral out of control, when you start to get shiny object syndrome and you're trying to do 5,000 things, your marketing plan is gonna be the thing that you can rely on and fall back on and know like, okay, this is what I said I was gonna work on. Your marketing plan is also going to be able to tell you where you're making mistakes, right? Where you're... um where you should adjust, right? What things you should change. And so with everything that I've done in my quarterly planning, I've been able to look back at my marketing plan and say, okay, the reason why this didn't work out is because I didn't do this, right? Or let me tweak this certain strategy and do something else so that I can ha- I can see improvement. So when I looked at my marketing plan, um, I decided because I know my customer journey, right? Your customer journey goes inside of your marketing plan. And maybe I should do a talk on this because people probably don't even know. But anyway, when you're doing a marketing plan, you should include your customer journey. And so in doing that, I now have decided that for this next quarter, I'm going to be focusing on awareness and then pushing people from the consideration phase to purchasing. Now, this is like kind of technical and This is probably like a little bit TMI, but um, right now I'm in a space of really trying to increase the awareness of my brand. So I want more people to get to know my brand. And then when these people get to know my brand, I want to warm them up quickly to push them towards an offer. Now, the reason why I'm trying to do that is because I know that while my free content is bomb.com, I know that my paid content, it's going to be a lot more transformational because all my offers, I work with you specifically. Like I I work with your business specifically. So it's not like you're going to join a program of mine and I don't know you and your business. Like I know every single person's business. And then when you ask me a question, I can answer you specific to your business, not just with general information. So a lot of times, well, not a lot of times, but sometimes you may join somebody's program or whatever, and they never really get to know you and your business unless you're like a vocal person or unless you're like super present and super active. But that don't happen with me. Like I usually get on a call with almost everybody. Like it's it's just really intentional. So that's why I'm like switching around how I'm going to be doing my content. Um, I'm also considering, uh, based off of my uh, marketing plan, thanks, Tanisha, (laughs) um, I'm also considering um, doing sales pages because I don't. I've done sales pages before, but I haven't been intentional about sales pages. Like right now, my mastermind, it doesn't have a sales page. What I did is I made a Dubsado form and I have a video at the top and then I have like a breakdown of what's going to happen inside the mastermind. But otherwise, I didn't do a sales page. And for me, it works because... I have a lot of conversations with people like I'm very um, high touch. So before you even purchase with me, if you don't feel like if you don't feel safe before you purchase with me, I don't want you to purchase. And I'll tell people that like and I don't feel bad about saying like, hey, boo, this ain't for you or like this is not what you want to do, whatever, whatever. Right. And so um, I don't need sales pages, but. I'm starting to see the value in sales pages, especially for people who don't know me as well, right? People who are just now getting to know me, it's helpful to be able to see on a sales page what you can expect, what you're gonna get, et cetera. Um, I'm also going to be, I don't know what I wrote. So I'm gonna skip that. Um, Incorporate callers. Oh, collabs. I think autocorrect messed up. Okay, I'm gonna be incorporating more collaborations and just being overall more social. And the last thing that I'm super excited about, and I'm going to go ahead and share this now because I've been sharing it, but I am going to bring back um, events. I'm going to start doing more virtual events and in-person events. So if you're in Atlanta, you can come hang out with me here. Um, And I'm hoping to do a retreat this year, but I'm just trying to get back to doing events because they're fun. And honestly, that's, I like connecting with people. That's what I'm good at. And so I need to put myself in positions where I am putting my best foot forward, which usually happens 
like in person or when somebody can hop on a Zoom and actually talk to me and stuff. You know, Instagram makes me look so cute and then I look like so chubby over here on Facebook. But anyway, I digress. Um, so yes, y'all, that is my uh, quarterly like report or quarterly recap. That's what I, this is how I planned out for quarter two. And I'm just, I'm really excited about like all the changes that I've made and just how intentional I'm trying to be. You darn right, events are the best. Yes. Oh my gosh, Amber, the fact that you even said that boo makes me so happy. And you are the bomb.com when it comes to events. So y'all all need to go follow her. Um, but yes, like I'm, I'm really excited about like just kind of shifting things over a little bit in quarter two and just kind of ramping up and going back to some things that I know worked for me pre, uh, previously. Um, and that's that's something important to note is that when you have a marketing plan, when you have a business plan, you're able to look back, right, and see what things were working for you before. And sometimes we change things because someone told us this random strategy on Clubhouse or on Instagram or something. And you change your strategy and things tank. And if you don't have your business plan or your marketing strategy to go back and see like, what did I change? You won't know how to fix it, right? And so that's why like, I'm really big on, make sure you have a marketing plan, make sure you have a, a business plan, whatever it is, like make sure you have something so that you can constantly check and balance and figure out what's going on. Really take some time to know your numbers. So if you haven't done your quarter, your quarter one recap, go back and I want you to first pick up your goals, look at your goals. Then I want you to go and look at your offers and how much money you made from each offer. If an offer didn't make you money or if it didn't add value to your clients, you need to drop that offer. I think so often we hold on to these offers because we think that we have to do it or because we've been doing it so long or whatever but if an offer is not working for you or your client you need to drop it because it's wasting time right it's wasting time you're you're, you're trying to market something that either you don't believe in or your ideal client doesn't believe in um, after you do that, after you look at your offers, then look at your, your metrics for however you're marketing. So if you're marketing on social media, look at your numbers. How did things trend for you? Did, did you see an increase from doing a certain type of post, right? After you do that, go and look at your true fans. And I have a, um, a reel on this and I might do like a podcast episode or something on this, but look at your true fans and see, is your community growing? Are the people that you, that are in your warm market, is this audience of people growing? It's should always be growing like you should always be trying to grow the people that are warming up to your brand and there are so many ways that you can do it um, but you have to be intentional right and you can do that with a plan so that's all I'm gonna say um, I am gonna really quick plug my mastermind because this is gonna be a podcast episode so the becoming CEO mastermind is now open for applications it's a six-month mastermind for people who are service providers um, co coaches consultants um, you know anything like that and if you are looking for a mastermind where you can have community right so this mastermind is gonna be really big on community I'm only letting five women in because I want it to be of course high touch like all my other offers but um, it's really going to be like I'm being intentional on fostering community for people who want to build a business around their life. Right. A lot of us like I, I don't I don't subscribe to the culture anymore to the idea that like, oh, I need to work my face off or I need to hustle my face off. Like I don't have time for that. I, I have better things I want to do, like hang out with my baby, go to Hawaii, random stuff like that. Right. Go to Target and spend all my money. Um, and so if you were trying to live that kind of lifestyle where you're hitting your money goals, let me in. I'm so done with you. <laughs> but if you're in a space where you're just like, I want to be able to hit my goals without having to do all the extra 
Um, and if you're really looking for a community of women who just get it, right? I get that life is hard, right? We have kids, we have nine to fives, we have spouses, you know, whatever you have going on. I'm really trying to put together a safe container of women who we're going to encourage each other, we're going to uplift each other, but we're also going to figure out how we can balance our life with our business. Um, and I don't even believe in balance. I'm going to say juggle in a way that feels good to us, right? So if you're interested in that, click the link in my bio. I have the application there or just DM me. Like I'm always down to have a conversation. So we can totally talk about it to see if you're a good fit. For this mastermind, there will be a retreat, which I'm super excited about. So um, that's also going to be a thing. And with this retreat, I'm going to be doing like content creation because y'all know I'm a photographer. Why not? So there will be content creation where we will be doing a photo shoot and there will be video and it's just going to be a whole schmood, honey. I can't wait. So thanks so much for hanging out with me. I so appreciate you guys for just hanging out like I've literally been here for 30 minutes and I see some people that have been here the whole time so that makes me so happy but hope you guys have a great night let me turn off Facebook because I don't see any questions I feel so bad because Facebook didn't show me any comments but I see somebody is watching so I don't know but we're gonna end Facebook thanks so much for tuning in don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thug a review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. Until next time, let's get this money.